Today's share of Mishnah Bura Yomi is Daf Ayin Zayin Omad Aleph in the second volume of Mishnah Bura. And in Yitzhashem, we're going to finish up Simen Kuf Ayin Dala today. And we're up to the last Sif, which is Sif Ches, which begins on the very last line of Ayin Vavamid Beis. The Mechaber starts off and he says, Ayayin Shebesoch Hamazon. If you're going to drink wine during the middle of the meal, so you have to make a bracha on the wine, Bar Piyagofen. So here we're talking about the din, the Mechaber is telling us that you shouldn't have everybody listening to one person make the Bari Priya Gofen and Biyotze, for example, like we often do with Kiddush or in other scenarios like that. However, in the middle of the meal, we don't do that, but every person, when they take their glass of wine and they drink it, they should each individually make their own Bari Priya Gofen and not try to Biyotze with other people, have one person be Motze the others. The Mishnah Brewer explains... The Sivkat Mem wrote Salomar, the Machabra is trying to teach us over here, not like we normally say, as we've learned already in Simon Kuf Samach Zayin Sifir Aleph, the Im Heisebu Yachad Echad Motzi Kulam, that normally we prefer if people are all sitting down together and having bread, that one person make that motzi for everybody else. The Odif Tvei Mishum Berov Am Hadras Melech, and that's preferable because of the concept with a large amount of people, that's a greater glory to Akkadish Baruch. Hu. So therefore, we normally say better to have one person make the bracha, everybody else answer Amen, and be Yotze with that bracha, but not over here with wine in the middle of the meal. Why not? You shouldn't do this over here with the bracha in the middle of the meal, as we'll see later on, because it's a concern that people may still be eating, and when they answer Amen, they will choke. So therefore, we don't do this over here. We let everybody make their own bracha. If they're obviously, if they're making their own bracha themselves, they're not eating, and therefore there's no concern for sakana. The Ramah adds over here and he says, Hagah, the lo yecholim lanosomein. The Ramah explains why the Machaber said you shouldn't do this, because all the people will not be able to answer Amen. He brings us down the name of the tour. And the Machaber continues, Mishum de Chayshinon Shema Yaktim Kone Levation. Because the Machaber and the Ramah are double teaming over here and both giving reasons that are Sakana. And the Machaber continues this Sakana that people won't be able to answer Amen because the concern that if they do answer Amen, that the food that they're eating and chewing, instead of going down the esophagus, the Veshet, will instead go down the Kona, the trachea, or the windpipe. Now, the Mishnah Bur explains in Sif Katan Mem Aleph as follows. The Ramad said, you can't answer Amen. So, even though we normally say that if you don't answer Amen, it's not a problem. So what's the big deal? So you didn't answer Amen. You'll listen carefully. You won't answer Amen because you're chewing or you're eating something, and you'll have in mind to be outside. So that normally does work. And the halacha is lamaisa. Well, you should answer Amen if you didn't answer Amen to a bracha, but you had intention to be yotze, and the person who was making the bracha had intention to be motzi you. You are, in fact, yotze in that situation. Nevertheless, the Mishnah explains, the Ramos telling us, Chayshinon Shemayanu Amen, well, the person knows he may not have to say Amen. He's going to want to say Amen. He's used to saying Amen. And as a result, he's going to choke on the food. He'll have it swallowed down, aspirate down the wrong pipe. Instead of going down the esophagus, it will go down the trachea. This is brought down there in the rush and the tour. Mishnah continues in Sivkot and Membeis, and he says, the Mechaber told us, because we're concerned about that you'll swallow it down the wrong pipe, he explains further, because you're involved in eating over here, the Ein Beis Panui, and the normal opening to the esophagus is not going to be open, because if you're talking, that automatically will open up the trachea, and as a result, the food can go down the normal blocked, when you're eating, and normally you're 
windpipe, your trachea, is blocked, you have the epiglottis and other structures there that cover it up, so to say, so food doesn't go down the wrong pipe. But here, if you're talking, you need to have that opened up to allow you to say words, and therefore the concern is that it could go down the wrong pipe, and somebody could aspirate and choke and be very sick and die. And the post can further tell us, the Mishabur says, according to this opinion, even if the person says, listen, I know that this could happen over here, I'm going to stop eating. We're all going to prepare ourselves not to eat at this moment, and to listen to the bracha, and therefore we'll do it right without choking, and we'll, we'll get full credit over here, Nevertheless, Gamkin Lomahani, according to this opinion, that's not good. Because because you have to be concerned that some people won't know this and won't do it properly. And those people will end up having a, a, a terrible outcome of aspiration over here. And he brings us down the name of the Prisha. So according to this understanding, the based upon what the Prisha is telling us over here, you can't do this. You can't have one person in the middle of the meal say, the bracha and everybody stops eating and answers amen. That's dangerous because some people may not know how to do it properly. Tishuf number forty-seven brings down mitams that based upon this reasoning, Rishlomo Zalman brings down a person shouldn't talk during the meal while he's eating because that could bring a terrible tragedy over here as well. Now the Ramad disagrees and he adds Hagah. The Yeshomim, there is an opinion that's brought down over here, the Imam Alohem Savri Rabosai, that if you, in the middle of the meal, stop and say, everybody, listen carefully, I'm about to make a bracha, stop eating, and go and listen and answer Amen without your mouth being full. The Yishmu V'yichavdu Lebracha, and everybody will stop, and they'll listen, and they'll be mechavin to the bracha, v'lo lo yochlu, and they will not eat, oz v'yanu Amen. Then they can, in fact, go and answer Amen, and you can have one person be motzi other people, as long as you say, Savri Rabosai, in that situation, one person can, in fact, make the bracha for other people, and the remark concludes, This is, in fact, the Psach Halacha, and it's brought down in the name of the Hagos by Monios, and the Mordechai, and the Tor in the name of Rashi. Mishtabur in Sivkot and Mem Gimel explains, the Haim, all of these posts and these Rishonim that we just mentioned, Cyril, who they hold, Hatam, the reason is, the reason that we don't allow somebody to go and be most of the other people in the middle of the meal is, as the Mechaber had said, because everybody's busy eating. And they won't concentrate, and they won't have intention to listen carefully to the bracha and be yotzei. And therefore, if you say beforehand, if the person who's making the bar piyagafin, before he says the bar piyagafin, says, everybody listen carefully. Listen all my uh, teachers and my masters over here, my rabbeim. So then, everybody will stop eating. They'll listen carefully to the bracha and stop eating. Then there's absolutely nothing wrong with doing this. And and therefore, there is no sakon here as well. There's no concern over here that they're not having proper kavana on the bracha, and there's no concern that the chas are going to aspirate because everybody stops. So according to this opinion, this is perfectly halachically allowed to be done. The Chavetz Chaim in the Bir Halacha Dibra Masel Chaynogim says, "Umashma miprimagadim the hidu mitzvah lespa." Nevertheless, even though you're allowed to do this, don't say that. Wow, this is a better way to do the way the Ramah said to say Rabbosai Savri Rabbosai. Don't think that that's better that you're Makayim over here. The Rovam Hadras Melech he says, Even though normally we say it's better for one person to make the bracha Mishum Rovam Hadras Melech over here because there is this Dea Rishona that the Machaber brought down who says it's also to do this, and even though 
there are poskim, as we'll see in a second, that bring down, it's really Rashi, but it's others as well, who bring down the second opinion that the Ramah said, nevertheless, since many, many poskim, and he brings down, this is the Rabbi Nochanan, the Rabbi Yonah, the Rosh, the Mordechai, that goes by money, the Beis Yosef, uh, the Ra'ah, they all say like this, and it implies that Rashi is a Das Yochid, although in the Sharat Zion, he brings down that there are others that agree with Rashi as well. Nevertheless, since people have been no ache to do like the Ramah, there's nothing wrong with doing like the Ramah, but don't think that you're Bekaim over here, the Amhadras Melech is a preferable way to do like the Ramah. It's just acceptable to do like the Ramah. Mishnah Burisiv Kot Mem Dalad writes, Echad Mevarech Lukulam, one can make the brach of everybody else according to this Ramah. Utsrichim Shiyatam Ukulam Techak Mekos, and everybody should immediately drink if they're being Yotze without Bracha Bari Piragofen. Below Yafsiku, they shouldn't have any sort of a Hefsik, Bain Bracha Lahashasiya, between listening to the Bracha, answering Amen, and drinking. And this brought down the name of Morgan Avram. If you have an interruption, so then you wouldn't be Yotze with that Bracha. You should say, The Mishabur explains the Ramah as follows. When you're talking over here, You say, When you're making a bracha in the middle of the meal and be mozi other people. Then we don't say, Lo yamar birshus rabosai, with your permission, the loshum zed, this language of rishus, ain't well in atilas rishus lavar. That gives you permission to go and do it, but lav dafka, everybody should stop and listen. Ela savri rabosai, listen carefully, my friends, my rabbonim, my, my teachers. Dahinu shiyifsukum ilecho, you're telling them, stop eating, vietnu leid, and carefully concentrate, lishmoha bracha vilatseis, to listen to my bracha and biyotzi with it, canal, as we've already explained. So there's a difference between savri, marinon rabosai, and saying, Birushus, Moranam Rabbosai. The two have different connotations and different purposes. Then the Ramos says, Viyomer Savri Rabbosai, Rotsulomar, Sovrimatem Lotseis Rabbosu. We already said this, I, I, I did the Mishra before we did this Ramah, but the Ramah is basically telling us over here the purpose of the Savri Rabbosai is to tell everybody to concentrate and listen, that you're going to be Yotzi with this Bracha. The Lo Yomar Birushus Rabbosai, as we just pointed out already in the Mishra Bur, which I read earlier than the Ramah. And then the Ramah continues and he says, Whenever you make a bracha on wine, when you're making a bracha on wine for people to be yotzi in the middle of the meal, you never say because of this reason that we've explained. And Mishnah Bur explains in Sivkat Minvav, he means to tell us over here, when a person is being motze, his friend, Whenever you're making any sort of a bracha, like Kiddush, Havdalah, or any other bracha on wine like that, then you have to say Savri, rather than Birshus. Then he adds, when you're at a chup or a brismila, where there's also wine and people making bari pergofen, then ain't no hagim, she ain't no hagim lomar savri klal. We don't say savri at all in that situation. Why not? When you need to go, and ask permission from somebody, but you're doing it in the middle of the meal, then you say savri instead of b'mekom rishos, instead of the words rishos with your permission. Avo b'chupa b'mila, when you're at a chup or at a bris mila. She'ein notlin rishos, when you're not really asking permission. They've already given you permission to do this, as the Mishnah Brewer in Sivkotten and Beis explains. He brings down in the Shara Tzion, Osnun Beis. The Bogen of Rome tells us, Pirish, the understanding here is, Dehainu mishum dehosom habal bris ubalachasna You've been honored with this. They told you, please go up there and, and, and be the Masada Kedushin. Please go up there and be the Baal Bris. So therefore, you've already been given permission. So you're not asking permission over here. And therefore, since nobody else is drinking over here, ain't loma sabri klai. You don't have to say sabri, and you don't have to say birushos, because you already were told birushos, you have permission to do this. 
Sivkat Mem Zayin, the Mishnah Baruch continues, and he says, Pirish, what do we mean over here when we say you don't have to say Birishus? Atoy Roy Lomar Yoser Birishus, Shinuntilas Rishus Meamisubim, Shechafetz and Boshiotzi or something Birchos. So even though normally you would say that you're asking permission over here, can I be the one to be Motsiyu? You're letting me be the one to be Motsiyu in this Bracha. Elamishum Birkasayayin Shibisochasuda. However, since you are asking permission, so to say, to do this with your permission, I will be Motsiyu. But since it's in the middle of the Suda, the Muchach Lomar Savris, you have to say Savri. Instead of using this language of Rishos, we bedavka say to use Savri. So therefore, this has become the custom. Whenever you're going to be mostly other people over here, that you'll say Savri instead of Birishos. So that's why with wine, we always say Savri and we don't say Birishos. That concludes Simon Kuf Ayin Dalit. We have a little time, and it's still on the same daf, so we'll begin Simon Kuf Ayin Hey, which is Dine Bir Chasatova Meitav Ayin. Wine is a very special uh, beverage for a number of reasons. One, we already pointed out, it's a very hush of a beverage. It has its own special bracha on all other fruit you make a bar pure eights. And on wine, when you squeeze out the grapes, and the grapes you make a bar pure eights, but when you squeeze out the wine from the grapes, you make a special bracha, bar pure goffin. So there is another special bracha that you sometimes make on wine as well, which we'll now learn about, called birchas hatov v'hametiv. And the Mechavah starts off and he tells us, yayin acher. We've already pointed out that when a person is at a meal and he has more than one cup of wine, under most circumstances he expects to have additional cups of wine and he doesn't have to make a separate bracha on each cup of wine unless he was nimlach, unless it was a situation we talked about in the previous simon, where a person didn't expect to get any additional wine, he wasn't a regular guest at the table, there was just one cup, he didn't know that there was other cups, so then if you have another cup right out, you have to make a new bari priyagofen. But in general, when a person sits down at a meal, so if he has more than one glass of wine, so the first bari priyagofen is all the other bari priyagofens that he's going to have, all the other cups of wine, he doesn't have to make a separate bari priyagofen on them in the middle of the meal. That's the basic halacha. But here the Mechab is telling us, if they bring out another glass of wine, a different type of wine, yain acher, and while you don't have to make another bar priyagofen, because it's the same min, it's the same thing called wine, even though it's a different species, a different type of wine, nevertheless, you make a special bracha called hatov ha-metiv, hatov v'hametiv. And the Mishnah explains in Sivkot and Aleph, Rot when he says yain acher, and he's telling us that you have to have another type of wine over here, Rot Salomer, shemetchilo beirach al yain shebetoch when you originally made the bar priyagofen, for the wine in the middle of the meal, the achakach evilo od yain, and now they're bringing you a different type of wine. Afilu humimin acher, even though it's a different type of species of wine, you have all different types of wine, but they're all wine. Afilu hochi nifta bebrach rishonot. You don't have to make a new bar priyagofen, and as I mentioned, ba'ayin leal besimin kufayin dalit sif hey, we learned this in the previous simon. As the issue footnote number one points out, we learned over there, as I've already mentioned, we learned over there that one bracha, patters all the glasses of wine, unless there was an unusual situation where you were nimlach, you didn't expect to get the additional kosos, ain't shun. But here, Mishnabur Sivkan Beitz tells us we make a special, unique bracha called Atova Meitif. You make the full bracha. When you say Shemu Malchus, we mean Baruch Ato Hashem, saying Hashem's real name. Elokeinu, saying, of course, with the proper pronunciation, Melech Olam. That's called the bracha B'Shemu Malchus, a full bracha. And the purpose of this bracha, the Mishnabur explains, this is a praise and a thanks to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, on the extra special additional wine that has been brought to the table. 
the old Kosovo Svarim, and furthermore, the Poskim right down over here, he brings us down in the Chavetz Chaim, he brings down the name of the Rabbeinu Bechai, brought down uh, in the Chedusha Rekiva Eger, and as well the El Yoraba brings it down in the name of the Binyamin Zeb, and he says there's uh, another reason, Tam le another reason for this Nusuch Hoviyav Tov Metiv. Ki Adam Tzorich Olam. person is supposed to minimize his pleasures in this world. Yayin, hello, maybe lide simcha. Wine, of course, gladdens the person's heart. Yayin is amach levav enosh. That's why we drink wine. That's the purpose of wine is for an avelis. A person's so sad to get him a little bit out of his depression. That's why wine was created. So wine brings a person lide simcha. To lightheadedness and inappropriate behavior. Therefore, therefore, the rabbis instituted over here a special bracha when having a second glass of wine. Because everybody knows the normal time that we make the bracha of Hatov Metiv, which is the fourth bracha of Benching, the bracha of the Rabbanon of Benching, which is Hatov the Hametiv. And when did the rabbis set that up? Tiknu al Haruge Beitar. This is one of the terrible tragedies that happened to the Jewish people when the city of Beitar was destroyed. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, Nebuch were killed. Gemara in Git and other places talks about this terrible tragedy. One of the reasons why we fast on uh, Tisha B'av. So the Haruge Beitar over here were finally allowed to be buried. Different opinions how long they were not buried. Some say as much as over 20 years they weren't buried. Others say seven years. Others say a shorter period of time. Many different opinions as to what exactly happened. But the people who fought and were killed at Beitar were not allowed to be buried until the emperor died. So the purpose of this bracha is while you're having wine over here is to remind us of the day of Misa, that wine can lead Rahman to terrible things. And therefore don't go after wine too much. Therefore, we make a special bracha to, so to say, remind us of the potential dangers of drinking too much wine. And therefore, the rabbis, the rabbis specifically instituted this only when you're in the middle of the meal. Or if people are gathering around having a wine-tasting party or something like that, where they're specifically there to gather for the purpose of drinking wine. And then they bring a second cup, as we'll see, it's a better type of wine when you make this bracha. We'll learn this in the upcoming uh, Sifim. We'll learn over there in the Ramah in Sif Hay. But if you're having the second cup of wine as Birchas Hamazon, when people make Birchas Hamazon, so then, then you don't make a Birchas Hamazon, even though it's a different wine, a better wine, because that's for benching. And the reason is because you've already said a Tova Metiv in the benching, so therefore that qualifies, so to say, to fulfill this idea, and this is brought down in the name of the Mogan of Ram. On Pesach night, when you have four cups, it says, Don't have four different cups of wine from four different types of wine. They should all be the same type. Once heard the name of Rablumenkran Satsal, that he said to, you should pour a little bit of all the different types of wine that you may have into the first cup, so therefore there's no concern of a bracha over here at Tova Metiv. It shouldn't look like you're making an extra bracha over here at Tova Metiv on the second or third or fourth class of wine that you have at the Seder. Looks like you're making an extra coast over here. However, but if a person didn't know that that wine was there, and they suddenly bring out this other wine for somebody else, and he has a tremendous time for that wine, he would in fact be allowed to go make the bracha of Atova Metiv and drink that other cup of wine. This Eitzah, which I said I saw in the name of Blumenkrantz, Zatzal, is brought down in Dishu foot number two as from the Kafa Chaim. He says, Bring all the tables 
all the wine that you're going to bring drink during the meal on, on the table, and then make a bari priyagofen on the best one that you think is the best one, and then all the others don't need a bracha tovamitiv if they're out there on the table and they're not as good, they're an inferior wine, so therefore you don't have this question of hatovamitiv. Many people will do something like this in order to get around the question of should you or should you not make the bracha hatovamitiv. And the issue foot number three says the same thing. There are many different opinions as to when you should or should not make this bracha. So you bring down from Minchas Yitzchak, from Dayan Weiz, that's all. Better to always have in mind in the benching that you're pottering all those extra wines that were brought out. And this way you don't run into any questions unless there are the circumstances where this is such a superior second glass of wine, and it hadn't been drunk within 30 days, etc., as we'll learn in Yitzhak in the upcoming Sifim. That concludes today's share.